It is now time for another episode of that other Masonic podcast. Brother Jared Atkins and Brother Todd Whaley. Welcome back to another episode of that other Masonic podcast, Brother Jared Atkins. I'm Brother Todd Whaley. Coming to you live from Bethlehem Lodge 574 for the third time. That's an inside joke. It's actually the fourth time. Anyways, uh, it's fall, y'all. It is fall. Okay, so we're just going to get right into the middle of it. Okay, we did a wrap-up show for the Oklahoma degree. That's right. And what you want to do today... I want to do a wrap-up for the C.D. Ward cave degree. So we got the Shagmeister on the phone. I was not at this degree. No, nope, you're at a wedding. My best friend got hitched. I got obliterated. <laughs> I was the worst hangover I've had in 15 years. Oh, wow. Um, but you said people noticed you at the degree. Yeah, I got a lot of And that. then people asked where I was. Yep, so fat guys at a wedding. Fat guys at a wedding. <laughs> but enough about me and you. Let's introduce our homie, and let's get into it. We got old uh, brother Shaggy here from C.D. Ward Lodge out here in Kentucky. Shaggy, how you doing today? Pretty good. How you all? Oh, not too bad. Not too bad. Uh, how's your day been? Uh, it's been. Okay. It's been. <laughs> all right. Well, we wanted to have you all for a wrap-up. I, uh, I didn't really get a chance to talk to you too much of the degree down there. But you were busy running around making sure everything was done, all, done correctly and everybody's in their place, which... I don't blame you a bit, and by the time we got out of there, I had to get back home to see Mama, because uh, there's no cell phone signal down in them hills and hollers in Kentucky. I know that. None. <laughs> it, it's probably the first time in a long time I've been to a spot where I had to circle with a line through it where my signal bar is on my phone. I mean, there was yeah. none, absolutely zero for everybody. It kind of made for a pleasant day in all reality. Hey, all I'm concerned about is the food that's the only reason i went came back to lodge shaggy before we even get involved in agree i want to hear about lunch you give me the rundown here uh well we have to we happen to have a brother that is a a caterer in our lodge and so uh he can of course make good food me and him spent all night tonight before uh preparing it so it was prepared with love there oh, you go. That, 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 that pork and that, that chicken. Hold up. I don't remember this. You had barbecue? Yeah, it was uh, oh, smoked. Oh, God. That's, uh, a Kentucky, that's a Kentucky meal right there. Oh, man. They had uh, what was it, smoked chicken and smoked uh, beef or pork. Oh, good Lord. Sandwiches. Oh, it was. Oh, my God. I could have ate all day down there. I know that. But Shaggy, We're uh, actually still eating the chicken. Yeah. That's what we had for the last week. Oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, Shaggy, um, let's talk about that whole day right there. Um See, I got down there probably a little short, shortly after 9 o'clock in the morning. I left my house at 5.30 in the morning to get down there on time. I didn't know if I was going to be late or not. But uh, the drive down there, once I got off the, off the interstate, 75 and everything, the drive down there was interesting for me. 
Yeah, yeah I, you all exactly uh, got our heels and hollers up there, didn't no, you? Well, we got, some, <laughs> we, we got some, but not quite as drastic as what you have down there. Uh, I, I remember driving, once I got like down to the spot where we had the sign pointing which way to go when you got to T-Road, and I forget the name of any of the roads down there, so if you'll uh, excuse me on that. But dude, I don't think I drove a straight line the whole way down to that cave to that cave area no, down no. there. <laughs> don't feel bad. I took the guys from South Carolina in mm-hmm. uh, the same way you come in. Yeah, and uh, they thought we was going to my lodge first. Oh, really? <laughs> and uh, they was they was starting to get pretty spooked by the time we got down there. So, oh, you're down there where the hoot owls screw the chickens down there. <laughs> it was uh it was it was different i, I told my wife I said, I'm, I'm i'm glad i brought your car she's like why well, i said my old truck would not have made it it would have died somewhere on one side of the mountain somewhere i know that <laughs> i mean it was uh, up and down left and right i mean like holy crap this is crazy but but i, I thoroughly enjoyed the day i really did um like jared said i met some guys who recognized us from the podcast and the whole day was just terrific to me. Uh, well, uh, what what well, what kind of stood out in your mind for that day? Uh, well, things we was over for a bigger crowd. I will say that. Right. Yeah. But at the same time, uh, we're still happy with it. We're still growing. We went from a hundred to uh, hundred and twenty nine. Yeah. So I can't complain too awful much for yeah. the second year of the degree. Well, I know it's getting out there more, and you guys are really adamant on Facebook and all that. We we pushed it on our Facebook page a lot, and I uh, I had talked to about a lot of guys on TikTok about it, and they seemed interested. And even uh, after I came back to lodge here, telling everybody about it, uh, a lot of the guys here are interested in going back next year. So if, if you guys have it next year, you probably expect a little uh, a few more people from up here to go down there. There's already plans for next right. year. Well, that's awesome. I know. Uh, I know. Uh, I see where Lloyd England probably got contacted with you from the Oklahoma Indian Masonic degree team. Is that going to be a possibility for next year? Not next year. Not I, next year. We just can't afford them at the moment. Well, I mean, I they're not. That. I'm not saying they're they're outrageously priced or nothing. Mm-hmm. Just saying, us personally, we can't afford them at the moment. Hopefully, year or two down the road, right, very big right. possibility. Okay. Well, uh, that's that's the direction we're wanting to move. Okay. And if you know, I was like Union Lodge, where I was pulling 250, 300 guys pretty consecutively. Right. I'd say, yeah, let's do it. You know, because the money's there. Right. Yeah. But I get that. At the moment, I uh, I don't think it would be a smart move on my part. Okay. Well, it's your degree, bub. You can do whatever you want with it. You know what I mean? But looking thinking- at my looking at my areas. You know, everybody's got, everybody knows their area. Right. I know mine quite well. And, uh, you know, those guys, to get them and pay for them, you're going to have to charge dollars $40 pop. Yeah, I know. We, so you we, all went to it? Yeah, we paid 40 over to go to Illinois. Yeah, we right. didn't. I don't think it would happen in my area. I okay. think it would hurt me. Okay, well. I can see at that. the moment. Yeah, at the moment. I can see that. Now, uh, what uh, is there an idea who you're going to have come down next year to do a degree? Is it going to be a local lodge or? Um, I'm not entirely sure just yet. Okay. I'm still on the fence about what I want to do. I have a 
a couple of ideals. Um, my main ideal is kind of a controversial, we'll say. Okay. And I'm on the fence about it. Um, if it turns out, I'll know more after our grand launch once I talk to uh, some other brothers about it. Well, get say, an ideal. Okay. Well, say, if you need somebody, I could probably get a group of guys down from up here to come down and do a degree down there. No problem at all. I know that. Right. I mean, I've got um, great rituals down here. We'll, we can get dispensation from Grand Master with no problem. Say, so, yeah, I think well, that, that'd be awesome. I'll, I'll definitely keep that in mind mm -hmm. for sure because, mm -hmm. like I said, I'm not committed to anything yet. Right. You know, we're a year out. I'm oh, going to yeah. have a definite. I am leaning on October 12th for the date. Okay. That'll be the second Saturday in October, and I'm um, thinking about just making that the date of the cave degree because we've moved it. You know, last year it was a different weekend. This right. year it was a different weekend, and I know I'm going to have to nail down a day. You know, yeah. say this when it is. Uh, well, I know uh, it was a great day to have a degree. What you couldn't ask for any better weather that day. I know that. Oh no, it was perfect. Yeah, it, it, it was, really was. It was absolutely beautiful, beautiful day for a degree, brother Jimmy. Let me ask you. Take me through that morning. Uh, I imagine you were up at the crack of dawn because you're just you, your adrenaline was just running so high. Uh, nervous that morning. I'm assuming maybe a little bit. Uh, well, if you want to go through the full morning, at one thirty that morning, I was pulling chicken apart, so uh, oh. everybody's had something to eat. <laughs> That's dedication. I was lucky, <laughs> I was lucky and got, got to sleep from about one thirty to, uh, to 5.30. Oh, wow. And then after that, yeah, it's pretty well wide open. Uh, not really nervous, but just getting everything back to what I was saying. Right. So, our lodge is, uh set up down there the night before right everything is set up cooker was down there everything um so really that morning all i had to set up was um registration tent table things like that no no real big stress it's just a matter of getting everybody set to work right and getting everybody there all at once to be able to work it you know that was the only real stress I will say this year was much less stress than last year. Oh, I'm sure. Now, had you been there last year, you would have saw some stress. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I know that that cave where you have there the Echo Auditorium, they call it, that was probably one of the most amazing things. I mean, oh, I've, been, yeah. I've been in a few caves, but I've never been one that opened up like that where you could just sit around and have a good old time in there. I mean, that was the, like the, that's the the perfect place to have a cave degree, in my opinion. It, it really is. And, you know, that's, it's 20 miles from my lodge at Cape is. Yeah. But it's, you know, everybody said, well, you know, couldn't you find it closer to the lodge so you can do something at the lodge, you know? And then I said, boys, no, not really. No. I mean, um, it's, it, you, got, you got plenty of parking down there. You got, you know, the stairs going up to it from where we ate, ate lunch, that was kind of a, a killer for me. And I don't think Jerry would have made it. I would have not made it. I would have been just waiting for somebody to ride me to the top. <laughs> yeah, he would have been in the van going around. Well, you know, we had a van going up and down. Yep. There, there's reasons for these things. Last year, like I said, we uh, there was a lot of stress happening last year. Oh, yeah. And things got 
eminently better this year because I somewhat knew what I was doing. Right, yeah. Well, it was a great day. I mean, I've, I've met a lot of good people, even guys who recognize me from my pod, from this podcast and everything, and that was surprising to me. You guys like, we listen to you every morning. I'm like, really? Thanks. <laughs> like, why? <laughs> but that, that, was, that was kind of warmed my heart a little bit. But I, I, the degree itself was uh, pretty neat. We've seen South Carolina work. I've never seen South Carolina do any work before. So seeing them well, do it, I thought it was pretty interesting the way they kind of go about the same way we do, but kind of different too. Right, right. It's like eating chicken, but with a different spice on it. Mm-hmm. It's a yeah. uh, good way of putting it. <laughs> it's uh, It was definitely an experience. I had never seen their work either. and They do resemble other states I've seen. I've seen uh, Florida. I've seen New Jersey, and they actually resemble them a lot more than they resemble us. Okay, so it might be a Atlantic Coast type thing, maybe. 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 I don't know. We are probably doing it wrong in Kentucky. You know. <laughs> well, yeah, you probably are. But <laughs> um, how did you get hooked up with those guys? Was it Bowruck Lodge or I forget um, the name of the lodge off the top of my head right now. I can't remember it either, actually. Um, um, Roebuck, I, I think actually, it was. Yeah, Roebuck. There yeah. you go. Roebuck our, Lodge. Our grand, our deputy grandmaster, actually put me in contact with him. Um, okay. You know. As you know, we were supposed to have a Civil War degree team, right? and that kind of fell through. Couldn't get it organized. Um, that might be what I do next year, since okay. I have so much time now. But right. anyways, um, I was kind of talk to him, talking to our Deputy Grandmaster about it, and he put me in contact with Brother Sam Turner, and he was the, uh, the older guy that said he's their secretary. Okay, yeah, yeah. And... Um, they uh, they was real cooperative. They, I mean, they brought their own stuff. They told me, "said if you want more load trucks, bring a whole lodge." Oh wow! So you had to take and, money down yourself. Well, we ended up setting up most lodge. Thompson, there's no need to drag all your stuff two hundred miles up here. Yeah, that's right. true too. Uh, the coffin that was there was theirs. Okay. They brought it with them because uh, in Kentucky we don't require a coffin. They uh. do apparently. Yeah, neither do we, so. I was kind of um, wondering what I was there for. I didn't know if they were actually going to, uh, the brother was going to be laying down that coffin or not, so. Well, in some states, they say, I hear that they do that. Yeah, I think uh, Alabama or Georgia has a spot where they do that. Yeah. I'm not 100% certain on that, but that's pretty interesting. Um, they, uh, they was real good guys, real cooperative. Anything I needed, they was there for. Yep. You know, I even use I use their uh, their candidate to park cars for a while. Oh. <laughs> They're like, uh, can he just hang out here with you? And because uh, they didn't want him to see the lodge, you right, know. Yeah. At, while it was set up, and I'm like, I got an even better idea. And they're like, what's that? And I'm like, I need somebody to park cars. <laughs> And they said, oh, well, that's a fantastic idea. And he had to go park cars for about 30, 45 minutes until <laughs> another one of my guys happened to show up. Oh, yeah, yeah. But I know, uh, uh, well, we had 129 guys there, right? Yep. So that's a pretty good crowd for a cave. The cave was, it wasn't as cold as what I thought it was going to be. You may have sound like it was going to be icicles hanging off my nose by the end of the night. But well, we break in the middle, and right. it, it really helps. Mm-hmm. Now, if you go down to, like, Elbing Cave, 
with Union Lodge in Tennessee. Right. They don't break like that. Oh, really? They do, yeah, they do first and second, and uh, it's all, you're in there about two and a half, three hours. Oh, wow. I think we went uh, last year, me and my father did. Okay. And we was there like four hours by the time they done introductions and oh, yeah. dispensation and all that good stuff. Yeah. All yeah. That all that. We was in there about four hours and I usually, you know, I'm a big guy. I usually don't get cold. Right. I was about, I, I was cold. Like I was froze to death. Well, I had to bring it. I brought me a sock cap and I put it on about halfway through the first half. Cause my ears were getting a little frosty. But other than that, I was pretty comfortable in all reality and everything. But, yeah. you know, sitting there around a bunch of guys like I was, the guys from Illinois who I knew, they were putting on some good body heat. So I was right. feeling pretty warm. <laughs> I got real comfortable. Uh, about halfway through the uh, second section, I just kind of leaned back and uh, took me a little nap on there. Oh, I, 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 I off, too, a little bit. Don't don't feel bad about that. But, uh, Cuddle Greg, with me for warmth. Greg said I was sitting next to him, and he kind of nudged me, and he goes, you're snoring. I said, I wouldn't doubt it. <laughs> right. I, uh, I was sitting there next to my father, and uh, I was listening to him talk, and I thought, I'm just going to close my eyes for just a minute here. Uh-huh. And next thing I knew, my father was waking me up, which is the exact opposite. I'm always one waking him up. But he nudged me. He said, you might want to wake up. I think you'll have to say something here in a minute. Now, uh, who was the farthest away? Who traveled the farthest to come to that agree that, that weekend? Um, I don't have an actual distance per miles. But I can tell you, we had nine states represented. Oh, wow. And one of them was Michigan, up around Detroit. Oh, wow. I didn't know that. And the other one was somewhere in Florida. Okay. Well, like, well that one guy said up he from Portland, Oregon. What? Um, he is. He might be local to that area, though. He is. Okay. He's, uh, he's a lifetime member in Oregon. Okay. So his lodge still yeah. in Oregon, but now he's probably living around that area, so. Yeah, he he only lives about forty miles from. Okay, so. I, I was thinking he came over to Portland for this. Man, he he need to find something else to do. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Hopefully someday, you know. Eh. I have I have actually heard about Elvin Cave. They have guys come over from like England and stuff. Oh like yeah, fly over. Uh, I was talking to a guy the other night about it. I said uh, one of his friends from um, oh I think somewhere in northern Canada. He went down to it. I think he was like a provincial grandmaster or something like that. And, or it's not a grandmaster, but something big in the province up there, one of the provinces. Yeah. And he said he went down to it. And he really enjoyed it. And so that cave was pretty amazing. But I, I it's hope a nice next cave. Year. They but, always have uh, that in August, don't they? Yeah, something like that. Okay. Early September. It's It's. It was before ours this year. I know that yeah. much. Yeah, like I think, two I think weeks a, before ours or something. Yeah, because I told everybody I was going to that cave degree. He's like, oh, you, you missed it. You don't want to test it. So now this is one in Kentucky that I'm going yeah, to. Yeah. So I go I go down there and advertise ours every year. Oh, yeah. <laughs> did you uh, Did you get any coins or anything made to commemorate this, Brother Jimmy? Yeah, I didn't get any. Uh, <laughs> we had coin made last year, and then we had a pen made this year. Did you get a pen, Doc? Yeah, it's at home. <laughs> oh, thanks for bringing that up. Did you post pictures of it on social media? Not yet. Okay, you can do that when you get home. Yeah, we'll see what happens. <laughs> <laughs> if, uh, if you don't want to mess me an address, I wouldn't care to send you an extra one. We had okay. some left over. Oh, well, by God, Brother Jimmy, I would appreciate that. I will do that. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, man, it was a it was a great day. I know the the food was great, the, the fellowship was great, and everything. I had them steps give me nightmares. Oh, I had yeah, a panic I, attack when I you think, showed that I to me. I took a video of him of me walking down those steps, and in the morning when I was walking up there carrying my chair up there and everything, and I got about halfway up, and I'm like, I gotta take a break. You know, I'm a, I'm so, a big guy and I'm out of shape. And I said, Jared would never have done He would have got I would have been, I would have been like, nope. Th- th- there ain't no way I'm walking up those stairs. <laughs> this year, I only done it twice. That's, that's it. My place <laughs> is up here. Yep. I'm staying up here. <laughs> Last year, my place was on both sides. I was doing the top and the bottom. Oh, wow. And I did it six times. <laughs> oh, good Lord. That when I went in the cave, I had, I had like a, like a pullover type like hoodie on and uh when i went in the cave you could literally see like steam rising <laughs> off me well where it was always got to hot the top. cold split. i always got to the top and had to undo my sweatshirt let the air go in there it's like oh okay let's <laughs> cool off a little bit before i go to cold cave <laughs> right there was there was a reason that van was running it was not just for the old guys oh yeah yeah <laughs> I knew there was going to be some healthy individuals there that was not going to walk them stairs. No. See, <laughs> last year, we did kind of the same thing, but that golf cart that was doing the transport from the entrance back to the back. Right. He was doing transport from uh, the shelter house all the way into the seating area oh, and back Lord. out. That's a hell yeah, of a like drive right there. Three at a time for 100 guys. It was a mess. Oh, I bet. It was a real mess. Now, the only thing I can say would have made that any better inside the cave is you would have had some kind of bathroom in there. Well, you know. About half a threat degree, I had to go to the bathroom so bad, but I wasn't about ready to walk all the way back out of that cave. You had to right, walk all the right. way back in because what's about, a, what, 100 yards in, inside that cave? Uh, Yeah, it's, it's about uh, three, 400 foot back in there. Yeah, it's it's back in a good way, but, man, it was – the way they, they had it all lit up and everything, it was – a beautiful sight to see a lodge right there in the middle of it. It really was. I'm I'm actually hoping to maybe do uh, take some projectors in next year. Okay. And go on the ceiling with like a oh man some stars or something maybe. Cool. But I don't know. I gotta talk to the cave people. Yeah. And uh, and see what they say. I I meet with them uh, this coming Thursday and see what they say about my date for next year. Yeah, and awesome. uh, if I get it set, you'll see the event made pretty quickly afterwards. We'll make sure to really push it on our social media and all that because I'd love for more people to see this and you guys to be a little bit more successful every year. I, I would love to see 250, 300 people. I um, really would. And you, the, the good thing about it, you could easily fit that many people in there. I mean, it's a oh yes, it's a good wide open area and everything. So, and you got plenty of. Well, you got plenty of grass out there for everybody to eat on and stuff like that. So, right, I know, right. I thought, we got plenty of parking. Oh yes, yeah. I'm I'm pretty well figured up. Uh, if you do make it to the Tennessee Cave Gary, that's one big difference you'll notice. Um, so basically, their whole cave floor. Uh, did you look at the stage area at ours? No, I didn't. Uh, so basically their whole cave floor would fit on what we used as the lodge floor this year. Oh, really? Okay. And that's, uh, that's lodge floor, seeing area, everything. And everybody else just sits wherever they can find a spot happen. there. Pretty oh, much. Yeah. It's actually precarious. Yeah, it really is. 
Yeah, because we had plenty uh, of room. We weren't really crowded in there all that bad. You weren't shoulder to shoulder with everybody? Not really, no. We were right next to the seat. I'm fat. I will throw bows. I will throw bows <laughs> to get my room. I mean, we were sitting now, basically right next to the junior warden over there. And we, we got there. We went up, kind of, me and Greg and his buddies went there kind of early. And uh, we got a seat, we got a front row seat to the degree, basically. We saw everything right there in front of us. And We so. actually had some guys from Tennessee come up. And before I got registration open, like they got there right at eight o'clock. Oh wow! And yeah, they was there like right on my heels. Like I just barely had got parked. <laughs> and they're like, "Do you care if we go ahead and put our chairs in?" I was like, "Why well, ain't got registration open?" They're like, "Well, we don't want to get a bad spot." And I was like, "Boys, I'm guessing you're basing this off from y'all's cave degree." And they're like, "Yeah, yeah, we know how cramped it's gonna be." I was like, "No, <laughs> no, you ain't be cramped. It's not me. gonna be." It's not going to be that cramped. You had plenty and, of space uh, everywhere. I mean, there wasn't. Right. Well, you guys were over in the north side of the lodge. You guys were like, what, four or five deep back there. Yeah, and had 20 or 25 foot behind us. Yeah, and then uh, on the the south side, I think we were, hell, we were probably 10 deep over there. Right. We, uh, I pretty well looked at it, and I believe if it showed up, I can fit 500 pretty quick. Oh, well, we might see if we can push that in there. That's a big number. <laughs> you may, have to, yeah, you may have to repay the roads going down there, but we'll get you. We'll get you there. Right, right. <laughs> but I really and truly look at if I set them, if we set like they do at Tennessee, they put 275 in their cage. Yeah. With a, And I'm not trying to run these guys down or nothing. I'm just mm. trying to say I've got a bigger cave. Uh, yeah. You know, that's what it's all about. My, <laughs> mine's bigger. <laughs> right, right. And it really, it really is. Um, I was actually astonished at the size of their cave when I went into it. Yeah. Because it's pretty pretty narrow from what I understand. It is very narrow. And you'll be glad for my steps. (laughs) Yeah. If you go to it, because there's a a, a hill going down to it. There's a hill going up and a hill going down. Oh, yeah. And, uh, my cave is much more accessible. Theirs yeah. is not handicap accessible, really. Like it's, it's dangerous for a normal guy. I worry about my father going in. Yeah, to, yeah. and he's only fifty nine with no real issues, you know. Yeah, it was a real. I mean, it was a real pleasant place to be. I mean, well, it was you know the stairs. Yeah, you get where I do that, and you know. But once you get in there, it was you know the walk wasn't real bad getting in there. Wasn't hard at all. Right. And the floor wasn't super slick. Cause I saw that mud on the floor. I'm like, oh, this is gonna be slick as could be, and it really wasn't. I mean, the floor well, is actually pretty n- not slick at all. One Tom- thing we do have going for us is we don't. We're not technically in a cave. We're in a mine. Right, 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 right. And so the floor is. It was made to be walked on. It was made to have traction for horses, and okay. you know, it. It was. It's manufactured not to be slick. Even if it's more smooth and shiny, it's really not all that slick no. anywhere in it. And I've been, I don't know if you went through any of the other parts of the cave or not. A little bit, not much, though. But even in the parts that has water in it, it's not all that slick. Okay. Uh, if you, when you come back next year, and you'll say if, when, you come back when, next year. Yeah, when I come back uh, next year. 
If you're real daring, go through what they call the fat man's misery. Here we go. I don't know if I can do <laughs> I'm that. I'm not even going to remotely go in somewhere. I'm going to get stuck and have to walk sideways the rest of the way back through. Um, I can fit through it. We'll put it that way. I can fit through it. Yeah, but I know last year a guy got started in it and had to go back out. <laughs> now, um, our secretary, Brother Phil Atkins, he's been, he went to that cave back in the 70s, 60s, 70s, something like that. He was a big miner out of West Virginia, and he's worked all over the world working for mines. And he went back. He, t- he said, I've been to that, that mine, that cave mine before. His family took a tour of it years and years ago. And yeah. He said there's little cutouts in the walls. And everything. He said, oh, that's, is that where the guys slept when they worked here? He goes, he said, no, that's where they put the fires in those little cutouts. Yeah. And the carbon monoxide built up overnight when they slept. When the fires went out, that's when they woke up and got back to work. <laughs> <laughs> so he was telling uh, all kinds of stories that they heard back in the day and everything about it. But he said, we actually that, did uh, find out that there, we was not the first to have degrees in that cave. Oh, really? Yeah, we had a brother show up from uh, Heart Lodge number 61, older guy. Yep. And uh, he got up with me. He said, I guess you're the one kind of running the show down here. And I said, yeah, this is kind of my, kind of my baby. He said, you do know that they used to have degrees in this cape. And I said, no, no, nobody knows this. What are you talking about? And uh, he said, Heart Lodge number 61 in the late 70s and early 80s held degrees in this cave. And said, everyone we had, we had close to 300 members at. Oh, wow. And uh, he's supposed to be finding me some info about it and trying to get me some stuff in their minutes and stuff. Nobody, even the cave people, did not know about it. If you find that information, send that along to me and Todd. Because even though the degree's over with, this is going to be something just like we did with the Oklahoma degree. We want to continue to talk about this and pass information periodically. If you find that out, let us have that information. We'll put that out there for you guys. I think that's awesome. Well, I sure will, and I appreciate that. Yeah, we want to help. We want to help as much as we can about pushing this and getting more attendance down there because stuff like this. I think people need to see it. Like like seeing all the degree teams out there, and people need to see that because it's. Someday it's going to be a far gone. And- Ooh, teacher, teacher, pick me. Pick yes, me. Go ahead, Jared. So I get a wrestling reference in on this podcast and the other one every time. Okay, go ahead. Okay. <laughs> David Copperfield, pro wrestling. I've said that spiel before about the magic and don't. Okay. Okay. I know David Copperfield. We all know he didn't make the Statue of Liberty disappear. No, he just moved the stage. But when we looked, shh, don't ruin the illusion. <laughs> we know it didn't go anywhere, but when we looked, it wasn't there. Right. Okay. But I want you guys to ruin the illusion. Hold on. I want to know. This was a Master Mason degree, right? Right. I want to know how you're underground in a cave that's 50-something degrees. Tell me you did not have this poor boy barefoot. (laughs) Tell me he was wearing sweatpants and a hooded sweatshirt and something. You can't be having Um, this boy barefoot uh, and cold down there. bare-chested. No shirt on top. His nipples could have cut glass. What's wrong with you guys? I agree. I agree. But he, he did have, like, sandals on. He had Crocs on. Yeah, yeah, he did. And I'll actually tell you why he had Crocs on. Because last year, our candidate, member of our lodge, actually, we raised our own on the first one. Yeah. Kentucky degree team. I didn't think about this cave. I had boots on. It wasn't cold to me. Right. (laughs) Um, The gravel didn't bother me a bit. Uh -uh. (laughs) Oh, no. But the candidate complained for a month 
afterwards about them gravels hurting his face. I, I bet you he did. Hell. <laughs> That's hilarious. And it was actually the joke this year. Like, I, I played a whole deal where we was going to have to come up with a candidate. And it was going to have to be one of us that had already been obligated. Right. You know, out of state degree team, we couldn't take their obligation, you know, whatever, whatever. Yep. And I just, I told him, I said, you're going to have to be the candidate again this year. <laughs> he he, he said, wasn't quit. having it, wasn't he? <laughs> He said, I'll turn in my dues card right now. He said, I ain't doing that. <laughs> I ain't doing that again. <laughs> That's pretty good there. I don't, uh, some states are not allowed to do their degree work outside of their jurisdiction. I know that. And Well, uh, South Carolina had to bring their own. Uh, if Tennessee would have done it, or Ohio, rather, if Ohio would have done it with Civil War degree team, they could have done it on one of us as a mock degree. Yeah, we had a proxy, basically. Or, right. Or exemplar, but, I guess they call it. Yeah, um, with um, South Carolina, they had to have their own degree team, their own charter, their own candidate. Yep. That guy went right back to South Carolina, just like he'd been raised in South Carolina. No, was, and it, I'm sure it could be a very memorable uh, degree for his whole life. I mean, oh yeah, what, what more state, could you ask for? Yeah, get raised in another state, get raised by you know, in a cave. No less. I mean, it's he's going to remember that for a long time. So be, I mean, I would have been. I know uh, with right. the Indian with team. 100, go ahead. I'm sorry. And with 130, uh, 130 members. Right. You know, brothers there. What what degree have you seen where 130 brothers show up for yeah. a reason? You know, another special occasion or something. I don't know. They're it's good. few and far between, even <laughs> with special occasions. Yeah, get away free cars or something. I don't know. Right. <laughs> but I know uh, I saw the Pennsylvania degree team in uh, Kokomo, Indiana years ago, and uh, they had a, what they call a professional candidate. They said they had this uh, older guy and everything, but he had been uh, re- obligated and raised in the mathematics degree like 47 times. Because <laughs> uh, Pennsylvania, they, they can perform their degree, but it has to be on an exemplar candidate. It can't be an actual uh, yeah, new brother and everything, and this guy. Yeah, yes, I'm a professional candidate. Uh, <laughs> I've been raised. I think I think it's like 47 times. All the time they travel around, that put a degree on everything. Like, wow, what a job to have, I guess. <laughs> Who want to do that 47 times? Well, he was good at it. I know that he made all the corners <laughs> squared and everything. Uh, so. He ordered me. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Know exactly what was going to happen. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, you ever see Pennsylvania? They don't do it like we do it. They're, they're, I've heard they're a lot different. They are the, uh, uh, I think what happened when the uh, ancient and moderns were fighting each other back in the day, they went with the uh, opposite of what everybody else went with. Yeah, yeah, was, I know they're, they're a lot different. Yeah, yeah. They, it's it there, but boy, it's, it's beautiful, though. When you hear that guy speak, all this, he does, Bachelor does basically all the work from the East, standing up while he does it, and it is a sight to behold, I'll give you that. Hmm. But... But well, uh, do you have anything that like uh, threw a wrench in the works that day? Any any headaches or? Uh yeah. Talking you know, to I, you, I, I talked to him very little. Okay. <laughs> yeah, actually, um, really and truly, I have to say, everything except for I would like to have you know more more members of my lodge show up mm-hmm. to help. I was kind of running on skeleton crew. Right. But really, past that. We had a pretty good day. 
Um, I tell everybody after lunch, that's when the stress is done. That's yeah. After that, we can enjoy it. Um, or at least that's when I can enjoy it. Everybody else seems like they're having a great time all the way around. Yeah. Now <laughs> uh, I know uh, the sound system those guys had. I don't know if you provided that or if they brought it with them, but I don't think they really needed that inside that cave. They would just spoke up a little bit more. They um, brought that with them, and we was on the fence about using it. They already had it in the cave, and they kind of wanted to use it, so I told them to go for it. But I don't really think it was needed, and I actually think it kind of hurt the experience myself. Yeah, I think it did, too, because a lot of times their microphone would cut out, and they were speaking kind of soft sometimes. Right. And, or they'd turn their head, and you couldn't hear them anymore. Right. I mean, I, I wish they would just spoke up a little louder and got, you know, play the exit lights, like they say. Right. And I, th- I think it would have been just fine. But other than that, I, mean, I don't have a single problem with what happened that day as far as degree work. No critiques at all. The guy who played King Solomon I thought was 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 great. I, mean, I thought that was really neat. He got did a great job of playing King Solomon. They did good work. They really did. I was mm-hmm. I was more than happy with them. Yeah. I also like the hat he was wearing, too, that big tall straw hat he had on. Yeah, yeah. I actually, when he come walking in, because he come walking in like from their trucks that on, I thought he was an Amishman. Oh, <laughs> and we have Amish guys like in our area there, right? And I thought, man, what is this guy doing here? I was like, is there Amish masons? Is this like an Amish mason that rode his buggy <laughs> down here? Maybe I got Amish, really an Amish mason. I don't know. Maybe there is. I don't know. <laughs> I've never met one, but that'd be sweet. Like yeah. I, I think that'd be cool. It'd be kind of cool to have one, yeah. <laughs> all their all their meetings probably be about like candlelight or something. Oh but, yeah, yeah. Now, weren't you but, saying yeah. something about a uh, a candlelight installation? Because someone asked me about that. I think you talked um, about it last podcast. Odie Henderson's lamplight installation. Yeah, he yeah, had lamplight. If yeah. somebody asked me about that, I'm like, oh, I, that's been a while back. I don't remember. <laughs> talking about all that stuff but it's uh it's a yearly so Odie Henderson's a very small lodge in our area right uh when i say small they have a decent amount of members at like 65 or 70 okay. but their building is just tiny tiny like it's in an old one room church oh wow <laughs> and it is just a little little bitty and uh it is neat until about 150 people show up, and then it's not so neat. <laughs> yeah, but, uh, yeah, I can imagine that. It is one of the premier installations in our state, though. If, you, if you're if you looking for something really to come down and see, it's it's nice. That'd be the one to see. All right, well, I may have to yeah, look into yeah. that someday. Hey, Brother Jimmy. Yeah. Total sidebar here. Here we go. <laughs> so, uh, I've noticed, as you've mentioned, you are... Much like me, you're kind of the round shape. I, I have a question. As Todd and I have been in a healthy debate all, you know, the last hour or so. You fry bacon. You do not grill, nor do you bake bacon, correct? Uh, well, I mean, traditionally, yes, you fry bacon, See? but you can bake it. You can bake it. Um. I know, I, I know you're like, what's going on? I told him I got bacon in the fridge, and I don't really feel like frying it. And he goes, you could put it in the oven. And I'm like, nobody bakes bacon. Um, so That's the way I cook it. 
Actually, I worked for Cracker Barrel at one point, and I will tell you, 90% of the bacon in that Cracker Barrel is baked. I just I, I just feel like a kid who just realized Santa Claus wasn't real. Hey, you don't right, do it for real, right. dude. Seriously? <laughs> yeah. First my daughter, now you. Good Lord. <laughs> <laughs> so no, I, I told him I said we bake we bake ours at home because it's less mess. You don't have to sit there and clean right. the top of the stove off, and you don't get splattered to death. Well, yeah, unless you're dumb right. like me and spill the grease on you. They say it's healthier for you. I don't believe that. I don't. I don't care about health. I don't care about health. Right. It's bacon. You know I what? Get to where healthier. I am now by wondering how it's going to feel tomorrow. Okay, right. I know. I just hijacked the show. Everybody out there listening, it's like, dude, come on. There but everybody out there listening, I challenge you to defy me what tastes better than bacon in any form that's true see everybody likes bacon. continue hey, proceed I'll, I'll tell you the best bacon I ever had and that was chocolate dip bacon i never had that well, i heard about it before bacon yeah. and chocolate together yeah i've been fat for about 32 years now boys. <laughs> i love you years. i love you brother Jimmy. <laughs> now my uh my in-laws always talk about having bacon and jelly sandwiches I don't know about. All that. I don't know yeah, about I, that. I, I, I can't get on board with that. My dad, that loser that you saw in here earlier, for, oh, yeah. for made a made a brief appearance because he was here. Right. My dad eats a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. You know what he puts on his peanut butter and jelly sandwich? Onions. A pickle. Mm. Who does that? I don't know. Well, I'll tell you this: my daughter made a blue Jello this morning to have for tonight, and I was like, "What kind of psychopath eats blue Jello?" The same psychopath that told me. Have you ever ate blue waffle? I'm like, no. He goes, Google it. <laughs> Newsflash, no, do, do not don't, ever, don't ever anybody Google blue waffle. Google blue waffle. No. It is not food related and it is not nice. You got to edit this out part. It's nope. disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> Let's make a note on the edit sheet. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. <laughs> okay. Yeah. But proceed. I was just curious Anyhow. about the bacon because, you know, you're your old good old Kentucky you Southern there, boy. him home and the whole. Like 10 minutes we've been talking about, you can't bake bacon. You can't bake that, didn't you? I did. You guys are getting all mad at me saying you can't bake bacon. Then you find out that's what Cracker Barrel does. Cracker Barrel. I'm never going to look at Cracker Barrel the same way. Proceed. I'm shutting up. Proceed. I'm, I'm going to do this. I'm going to mute my mic. See, my mic's muted right now. Chad, uh, you're like the, what, he's the fourth or fifth episode right so far. I think we're. I think you're the fourth or fifth episode we've had so far today. We kind of lost track of everything, and we're getting slap happy. <laughs> well, there's Phil, and there's yeah, we all remember four. Yeah. So still got another one. Oh, my mic's still muted. <laughs> there we go. Yeah, we don't know what we're doing anymore. It's getting yeah, kind of yeah. foggy in here. But uh, <laughs> so you already got the plan for next year. It says October twelfth. For the moment, for I'm, the I'm moment. not got a yes or no if the date's open, but I got a feeling okay. it is. Now, how did let me ask you this? How did you hook up with that cave to be able to do degree work in that? In that, uh, I guess it's a it's a private preserve. Am I, am I right on that? Yes. Um, I just did the uh, the good old send them an email and see what they say thing. Now that one uh, guy came out. He was on the the board, I guess, for the preserve. He was a Mason out of Ohio, which I thought was really neat. Yeah, that, yeah, uh, uh, Fred kinda, Ball. Yeah, he kind of understood, you know what. You know, kind of what's going on, and everything, and I thought yeah, that was really yeah. interesting. Uh, that yeah, there there was a Mason involved with the with Hope Reserve and everything. That he actually has helped us out a lot because the way their insurance works, somebody from their group has to be in the cave with us. Okay, so, uh, so that works out know, real nice. 
Right, it'd be hard to tile without it. Like, I'm just going to have to tell them, hey, y'all can stand outside the door or something. But, right. Um, Fred helps us a whole lot. He comes down from uh, from up there. He It's like a five-hour trip. He lives in uh, Westchester, which is right outside of Columbus. Okay, all right. And uh, he comes down night before, lets us set up, everything like that. You know, he's a great help. Yeah, I as far bet. as how, as far as how I got a hold of them, I literally just sent them an email. I went to their open house. They have open house one weekend out of the year. Right. And uh, I went to their open house, kind of talked around to a couple of them, got an email address, and just emailed them. And it just progressed from there. I told them what I wanted to do, and that I had a little bit of money, and they said, well, we're interested. Yeah. And so it just kind of kind of goes from there. Well, it was... It's it's a great place. I mean, just the history of it, and just the really the easy, the access to it isn't that difficult. Really, you have a road going right up to it. Right, you know, it's kind of far out there, but oh, really, yeah. yeah, it's 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 a it's down the hills and hollers. That's for damn sure. But you know, it's it's a fun drive down. I was having I was having a blast driving down in there and everything, just seeing all the sights and stuff like that. Because I mean, we we have some curvy roads up here in southern indiana but where i grew up north of indianapolis everything's on the grid it's straight lines you don't turn your right. turn cornfields yeah you, you don't you don't turn your steering wheel until you turn your turn signal on up there i mean right. it's straight as an arrow most places you go so for me to drive through that it's like this is kind of fun for a minute right <laughs> right yeah it's uh the way you all come in is supposedly the better way i like the other way well, I think I went uh, out that way because I got to the entrance of the the main entrance there, and instead of going uh, left, I went right. Yeah, yeah, you then, went out the other way. Yeah, I went out the other way and everything. And I'm like, no, this looks familiar. What am I doing wrong there? At that point, my GPS and my phone didn't even work. No. So I just kept following the road, hoping I get signal. And I kept trying to call my wife. Of course, nothing's going through. And mm-hmm. then once my GPS came on, I'm like, oh, thank God, now I at least get home. <laughs> You uh, you ended up in the big town of Livingston, Kentucky. Yes, I believe that was Livingston. I was I was in for a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's a that's a, a major area, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was so all uh, right. But, they have they actually they just got their dollar store about a year ago, ooh, and up. a gas station about a year before that. <laughs> yeah. uh, before then, they had neither one. Oh wow! How they live in that without a gas station or a dollar store? <laughs> uh, the closest gas station that before then was 15 miles in either direction. Oh wow. good lord! That is deep yeah. down the heart, yeah. down there. I used to have a friend that lived like down there towards the Cave, and he told me like when we go down there, he's like, "Don't come down here without any gas. You ain't gonna make it back out." Yeah, <laughs> he's like, "You ain't if you ain't got over a quarter tank, don't come down here." <laughs> yeah, I uh, I stopped on the way down there and got and just topped off my tank and everything and. <laughs> Yeah, like, okay, this is interesting. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Of course, did I, you did you hear the? Dun, 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 dun. No, no banjos, no banjos. But of course, a bluegrass band would fit right in down there. I know that. Right. <laughs> that would be interesting. You was, you was a little bit past the banjos at that point. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> the banjo guy say, "I ain't going down too far." Yeah, it was. It, you're down there. You're down there in a good. In a good spot. I know that. He ain't getting out it's, easy. Uh, That's the title of this episode. You're past the banjos. <laughs> <laughs> from uh, from where you left the interstate to the cave entrance is 9.1 miles. And it feels like 30. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, because it just it just windy up and down and left and right turns. Like holy crap, man! How you know, people drive this in the snow? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> now, That's going, actually the better road in the snow. Oh wow! I know. Uh, going down there, we hit a lot of fog uh, coming yeah. off. I think Lake Cumberland or one of the, uh, one of the big valleys that had a real bad fog uh, spot. Coming down the that interstate. was uh, that wasn't Cumberland. That's Lake. Uh, I can't remember that. Like, it's right there at Mount Vernon, though. Yeah, yeah. Because I, I talked to my buddy Greg. I called him, and I said, what are you doing? He's like, we're trying to get through all this fog. And I was about an hour or two behind him. Well, I was probably about 45 minutes behind him. And I said, fog? I haven't got to the fog yet. He goes, oh, just wait. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, holy crap, it's foggy. When we got down there the, that morning, it was actually pretty foggy. Like, it cleared off by the time you all got there, yeah. but... When we first got down there, you couldn't hardly see anything. Oh, wow. That have been interesting to see. Yeah, yeah. You pretty well got to know the road in the fog. <laughs> yeah, I'd drive real slow either way. Right. But, yeah, it was a it was a, it was was a a great day. I can't wait to go back next year. Uh, hopefully, uh, you, you know, you guys get, you know, decent – you can get everything lined up right. I hope so because, I mean, I, I, I'm really looking forward to going back. And I'd, I'd hope if you guys don't find anybody else, contact me and uh, I'll get a degree team going and try to get some dispensation real quick and say we can we can put on one heck of a degree down there in no time. That was – the dispensation was actually my biggest uh, biggest worry. Yeah. Because – so I – so degree was on Saturday. Right. I was at the beach Thursday. Oh. In North Carolina. Oh, wow. And I did not have dispensation until Thursday evening. Oh, wow. That's, that's, that's like cutting at all. Close. That's cutting close. Yeah, it's cutting real close. Well, luckily, it yeah, was. The, the grand match of next year uh, lives like 20 minutes from my house. So right. I mean, I'll be able to just walk up to, well, I probably can't walk up to his house. He probably lives in the village. But uh, I, could, I could probably contact him really easy and say, hey, give me dispensation for this. Right. They, I had it on our end, kind of. Like, I had dispensation to move my lodge. Right. And, uh, but I didn't have anything as far as, like, South Carolina's or for them to have the degree up here or nothing. And, like, my grand lodge is calling me. They're like, hey, you need to get this sorted out. And I'm like, my end's sorted. I'm waiting on them. Like, it's yeah. their, I'm like, you all need to call them. <laughs> Somebody mm-hmm. call them. Like, I'm calling the degree team. I'm like, guys, come on. We're like, four or five days out and like ah oh, we'll get it we'll get it don't worry about it <laughs> and i finally got an email and right after i got the email i got a call from one secretary said you got dispensation in your email oh i said uh i said i gotta have a sealed copy of that don't you don't i and they said no not now <laughs> said yeah. you ain't gonna get a sealed copy in the yeah. mail before then <laughs> <laughs> That's they said crazy. just print it out i was like okay yeah see at the, at the oklahoma degree they didn't do any of that stuff they uh they, uh, the uh, Altamont Lodge opened, and then the degree team took over, and then at the end of it, the Altamont Lodge uh, ended up closing Lodge, too. So hmm. uh, maybe they did. Maybe Oklahoma don't need that because they've been doing it for right. so long. I don't know. But. Right. It might be like they might have been doing cur- what we refer to as courtesy work. Yes, yeah, probably. Mm-hmm. Something, but they did it on an Illinois candidate. Right, right. Was they were just doing that's what we call courtesy work. Okay. They they come over and did the just like one of our degree teams doing a Kentucky. Okay. They come over and just did the work for them. All right, that's pretty neat. 
Now, we can do that in Kentucky, but it it depends on what state they're coming from. It's really that state's uh, yeah, rules. That state's laws. yeah, Grand Lodge is what they want to do. Now, what would be cool to do is uh, if we got a degree team out of Vincennes Lodge Number One here in uh, Indiana, because there at one point they were uh, a Kentucky lodge. At uh, back in the uh, like early eighteen hundred, right in, in eighteen eighteen, yeah. our Grand Lodge was founded, but most of the lodges came from the Grand Lodge of Kentucky. Right, right. The There's several in Ohio like that. Yeah, and I was that'd be kind of neat to take one of our our original lodge here in Indiana and take it back down to Kentucky to do a degree. I think that'd be a pretty neat thing to see. That would be. That mm. would be. And we There's just, actually. Go ahead. There's a few like right over the river in Ohio, like in Cincinnati. Oh yeah, that was a uh, Kentucky lodges originally because right. Kentucky extended over there. Right. And yeah. uh, one of them has a chair that some general sat in during the Revolutionary War. Oh wow! It was a. Uh, it wasn't George Washington. What's the French guy that? Oh Marquette or um, yeah, Lafayette. yeah 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 Lafayette. Lafayette yeah. Supposedly Lafayette sat in this chair or something other. No, that'd be interesting. And when they when they went to Ohio when it switched to an Ohio Lodge, they just kept the chair. Oh, yeah. <laughs> there were well, it belongs to the lodge, and like Grand Lodge is always like, well, it belongs Grand Lodge, Kentucky. <laughs> like there's been threats of like guys going and just grabbing the chair and leaving, man. Oh. You know. <laughs> well, that's good way to start something, isn't it? <laughs> right, right, right. But, but you know, I, I think that'd be that'd be interesting to take some of our, you know, if we had guys from all the original lodges go out there and do something, that'd be kind of neat. But that would be some of the lodges aren't around anymore. So Vincent, <laughs> actually, our secretary of our lodge right now, when we're sitting in, he is the master of Vincent's Lodge Number One right now. Yeah, up until uh, well, we got a couple more months to go until we rotate everybody in and out. So. But right. yeah, Phil would be the one. He he got a great voice. He'd be in that cave just booming in there. I know that. Hey, yeah, I'm on the radio every day. And I work for your uncle. And in-law. I'm on the radio every day. In law, yes. <laughs> I got a good voice too. Well, you know what I mean. These podcasts well, and their success is what got me my job on the radio. <laughs> That's true. But you don't have a Phil Atkins voice. You're listening to 101 Country WBDC. <laughs> I'm Jared Atkins reporting. Standing here with Jimmy Shaggy Hampton, <laughs> who put on the most unique thing to happen in that part of Kentucky in quite some time. Oh, okay, I'm done. You're something else, you know that? I know. <laughs> I ain't figured out what it is yet, but you're something else. <laughs> Anyway, Jimmy. Uh Jimmy, we're about ready to wrap this up anyway. I don't want to keep any longer than we already He's have. got a drive. He's on his way to the Gatlinburg Pigeon Forge Seaverville area. Yeah, you gotta see old Dolly Parton down there somewhere. <laughs> He's gonna go to Sugarlands and grab me another bottle of that wonderful, delicious banana pudding moonshine. Drinking shine. I doubt that. Hey. I doubt that. See, the problem is we don't really agree with that Kentucky because they actually make moonshine in Kentucky. Yeah, but this is a watered-down sipping cream. It's a sipping cream. That's what the bottle says. <laughs> yeah. You know, I was at uh, a, little, uh, a we little... We had a grotto convention down in Louisville, uh, oh, hell, probably 10, 12 years ago. And uh, we were at the uh, grotto there in Fair, uh, Fairdale or Fairland, Kentucky. Fairdale. I think it's Fairdale. I think you're right. And uh, a guy pulls up in his Astro van, 
opens up the back of it and goes, boy, I'm selling jars for $4 a jar. As many as you can oh. carry. $4 a jar this main shine. And like, holy crap, he pulled this tarp back and he had this stacks and stacks of all this moonshine with peaches and strawberries and cherries and you know what I mean right. peaches and, and cream and at the time I didn't have like $10 on me and I still wanted to drink inside the grotto so like, like I'm about to pass on this one right now I can't about, imagine what $4 moonshine would taste like well I don't either but I, think well, I, I, I can because I've drank that in my younger years yeah. when I was much tougher and less uh Less educated. Well, I mean, I I didn't want to drink even one for the money and two because some of that stuff will make you go blind if you drink the right, stuff. Right. So, four dollar moonshine is kind of you got to be pretty pretty young and and dumb to. Yeah, I can't do the moonshine it. anymore. The, the Tennessee Sipping Whiskey is about as big as I get anymore. Yeah, well, you know, this bourbon country down here. Oh yeah, hey, I like me I like me some bourbons too. I'm driving past all the distilleries going down to. Towards that part of this country, I'm like, I want to stop so bad, but I ain't got time. Right. <laughs> but yeah, that's that Tennessee all... stuff's what we wash on down the creek. Oh, now get out of here. Just <laughs> a, a, a different process. Just a different process. <laughs> I know. Uh, yeah. I went by the Woodford distillery, and I'm like, oh, Woodford's one of my favorite whiskeys. Yeah, they're double yeah. oaks. So I, I love their double oak whiskey. But... A bottle of Woodford Reserve. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to stop so bad going home, but I'm like, you know what? My wife's been home with the kids all day long, and I, like, I haven't talked to her. So I like a little Woodford Reserve. Woodford good stuff. I like I've never done the. Uh, I've never done the Woodford Reserve tour, but I can tell you the Maker's Mark tour is fantastic. Yeah, see, I'm not a big fan of Maker's. Though. That's the thing. I'm, you shut your dirty mouth. I, just, I don't know what it is. I just I don't I don't have a taste for it. I'm not either, but you know. It's fifteen dollars for the tour, and at the end you get six shots of whiskey. So that's a pretty good bargain, uh, right there. Yeah, right, right. You know, now my, and you get uh, to dip so your own bottle too. Yeah, my in-laws they uh, they got us a bottle that uh, that Maker's Forty Six, I think it was, like a little half yeah. bottle that they all dipped themselves, and all the uh, all the men in our family got a bottle. I tried it one night, I didn't like it. <laughs> so. I'm actually part of what's called the Maker's Mark Ambassador Program. Mm-hmm. And when you do this, uh, they put your name on a barrel, and you can go and actually get, like, you choose what goes into the barrel as far as the staves go. Yeah. To flavor it. And when it comes up to maturity, you can go get a bottle of out of your batch. Oh, that's neat. And the label has your name on it and everything like that. It's very personalized. Oh, wow. I didn't and, know about uh, that. For my lunch ring, I wear a stainless steel signet-style ring. Yeah. And actually, when I dipped the bottle, I took my ring and uh, put square and compass on it. Oh, that's cool. So I've got a very... It not only has my name on it, but it also is Marshall Square and Compass. You're going to have to show us that sometime. Send us a picture. Yeah, I will. I will. You see it. I know the uh, the Scotch Rite of Chicago. They uh, they hooked up with Jack Daniels. They made some special bottles for the Scotch Rite of Chicago. Uh, yeah, one time yeah, I've seen pictures of them. Yeah, that was, that was that was pretty neat and everything. I almost had to get Chicago's coming down there to that degree, but they uh, it was a little bit too far away for some of them. So I think, yeah, oh, it's it'd pretty be, good. Uh, it'd pretty be good neat trip. to see, fellas. But like, yeah, I think we're gonna we're gonna skip out on this one. I'm like, okay. Understandable. Yeah, I've already talked to him about it. They, uh, he said, "Well, we might plan for it next year. That'd be a good one, good trip." Well, they, they try to do a trip a year, I guess now. So maybe yeah. some, of them, maybe something come down next year. Right. 
So hopefully I can play my trip a little better or my cohort here go with me. Which we are, Hey, my best friend got married, okay? <laughs> the way it talked, uh, we have a couple guys up here be interested in going next year. Because I said it's it's well worth the day. You, basically, I spent a whole day driving there and back. And it, it was worth every bit of it to me. I mean, even the, the gas. And I got to stop by Bucky's in Richmond. So, hey, that's, I got me a big old brisket sandwich and a cold drink, and I was happy. Right, right. <laughs> Yeah, that was a good day. <laughs> All right, Jack, we uh, we need to wrap this up. We got another guest coming on here pretty soon. Uh, actually, we have a, a guy from uh, your your state, Kentucky. Yes, we have the uh, he's the he was the outgoing last year. He was the most excellent grand high priest for the state of Kentucky last year. Uh, Greg Rocky. Uh, I'm not going. He's a Louisville. He's a Louisville boy. He only yeah. lives about an hour away. I've probably met him at some point. Oh, probably at some point. You probably, probably I'm horrible at names. Oh, unless me? I'm like real familiar with you, I'm, I'm out the door on it. Yeah, me too. So, All right, Shay. Hey, it's great talking to you again. Make sure you keep in contact with us, and we'll help you promote the next year's degree. And do, all right, do whatever we can for you. I know that. Well, you appreciate it. All right, brother. We'll look forward to seeing you all again. All right. All we'll right. talk to you later. All right. Bye. All right, bye. Well, that was uh, that was fun. No, I, I like talking. I got some editing that. notes. I might edit out the blue waffle comment. I haven't decided I yet. Would Let's just say, I mean, we we keep it pretty clean on here. Do if if this is still left in, if you're hearing this, do not, do not <laughs> Google blue waffle. No, do because not. Oh my, while there is things the called while there is things called blueberry waffles. This is not a blueberry waffle. No. You do not want to see this. I was tricked. I will never <laughs> unsee this. I will never in my life unsee this. I got, I got tricked with two rows in one cup. That was bad enough. I thought it was something like they were sharing an ice cup of ice cream. Yeah, they're, that's they're not, not at all what that not was. Not ice cream at all. <laughs> I in my mind when I seen that, and I was like, "Where's this going?" Then you kind of think you know where it's going, but you're like, "Maybe just wait," because you're weird and you, your yeah. curiosity. And my my first words out of my mouth, I only I, I I stopped it pretty quick right after, but I'm like, I hope to God that's CGI animation. <laughs> I don't know. I didn't watch it long enough. God, I, I hey, pro- you better edit all this crap out. Okay, two we're gonna two girls one cup edit out yeah, out. Yeah, that's not a good idea. Okay, <laughs> two girls one. Okay, right. so well wrapping this up, man. Uh, next year you definitely gotta go that degree. Next year I know that. Uh, I think you'll have a great time meeting all the people. You're, you're a talker. You're, you're a people person. I walk. I work the room. Blast. You'll have a blast working the room in this one. I know that. All right. Well, for Brother Todd. And for Brother Jared. This has been another episode of that other Masonic Pocket. You know, I haven't miscalled this Steel Toes and Scoreboards one time tonight. I'm proud no, of myself. No, but you talked about it a lot. <laughs> Me and Kurt have not recorded since, like, July something. Uh, yes. We've just been busy. Yeah, well. He's a ginseng hunter. He makes yeah. he makes a little extra money to to get by with the winter months when work slows down at the factory. So this has been the root digging time of the oh, year. Yeah. So he's 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 been busy. So usually, anyways, yeah. So for for Todd Whaley and for Jared Atkins, this has been another episode of that other Masonic podcast, and we will catch you on the flip side. Peace.